yeah, I mean, last week we touched on self-control, mm. what it looks like, and why we struggle with self-control. Now, that conversation is available on metrofm.co.za as a podcast, and, and we urge you to really check it out. You know, the, the conversations we have on personal mastery are so key, yeah. you know, high-key key, so we urge you to check it out. Now, in part two of that conversation, we'll be focusing on how we need to go about building the self-discipline needed to have self-control. So, um, as we always do, we invite you to comment. You can text us or tweet us if you want to engage on the topic around self-control and uh, building a sense of self-discipline. Maybe there are key things that you have done to make sure that you improve on your levels of discipline. Discipline relating to different aspects of your life, how you carry yourself, how you live your life, um, how you work with others, how you interact with the various relationships you have with different people. Right, we're joined by... Um, uh, clinical psychologist. His name is Anele Siswana. Good morning. Good morning, Mo. And, now, and I, to you, I, I have to point out as I interrupt your greeting that uh, Tembania photographer has to get a full body shot oh of your outfit today <laughs> no, before Mo. we go far. You know what I like what Anele said? He said that at least I don't dress like my problems. This man <laughs> is always on point. My gosh. You know when you can undress somebody and put the outfit on yourself? I did that for Mo. Like, I can imagine your outfit on Mo. <laughs> Great. Today he's looking like Hogwarts, yeah. No, no, <laughs> exactly. I, I look like my problems. <laughs> Never, man. Great, Look Thank you so much. Sure. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let's take it from, from the top. What do you think makes someone disciplined? Mm. I think when we talk of self-discipline, three words come to my mind. It's governance, it's ethics, and principles. We often think of these words in relation to something or someone that should govern us. But when you think of it, in simple terms, it means... This is someone that has the ability to govern their, themselves, mm. their lives, their mind, their, around, their, their surrounding environment. Mm. But also it means this person is ethical to themselves before they're ethical to everything that needs them to be ethical. And thirdly, because discipline is an art that stems from an, a, a perspective of principles. So in, in retrospect, it then means this person has the highest capacity of speaking to themselves, to their mind, and to everything that they put themselves um, into, it becomes into um, excellence because at the end of the day, this person has something intrinsic that despite any situation, if they set their mind into something, mm. definitely it's achievable mm. because of that self-governance that mm. then helps you to be able to navigate. It can be the most difficult thing to do, mm. but because you are self-disciplined, it then becomes easier because you're accountable to everything that you need to achieve. Mm. Anela, you talk about it being the most difficult thing to do. A lot of us tend to get to that edge where we usually break our discipline. How does one break and make sure that it doesn't get to a point where we break that discipline? Because it is hard. I mean, because discipline is it's not something that you can easily access, mm. right, or touch it. It's so easy to flip on it um, because there are no tools and rules that we put in place that will then determine how much am I still within self-discipline mm. and how much am I out of it? I mean, Owen can tell us more of uh, when it comes into <laughs> oh. uh, health and wellness, <laughs> the discipline and out of doing it. Yeah. When he's mm. talking of 
physical wellness. They, mm. they, there needs to be consistency. Mm. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be, at the end of the day, a goal. Mm. So you would then know, if I am outside of that which I've set up, then it means I'm out of my discipline, right? Mm. Um, it's easy to apply that when it comes into eating habits, but when it comes into personal goals, mm. when it comes into real difficult things, mm. I mean, I was saying, it's like, you know, as a preacher, I always say, before I can preach any sermon to anybody, let me preach it to myself. Mm. Mm. Over the past two weeks, including today, I can safely say I'm preaching to myself because nice. this is one of the most difficult times of mm. my life that requires me to, I may not have access to the things that I need now, but at least I can wake up in the morning, dress up, show up, mm. and everything else will come together. Come on. I love that. We're joined by Annelies Siswana, clinical psychologist. We're talking about uh, discipline and self-discipline and the things you need to have it because it speaks largely to the idea of self-control. You mentioned things like knowing who you are, having principles. You spoke about your ethics. Now, you can go as far back as school and talk about life orientation or guidance or whatever it used to be called <laughs> and is called these days. But it seems to me, Anela, that we need to constantly check in on who we are and what we're about. Mm -hmm. Because in the end, if you're not true to yourself and you're not disciplined in, or, or, or let me say, uh, rigorous in making sure that you stay true to yourself, it's going to be hard to be disciplined. Yeah. I mean, think about, let's say somebody is trying to quit smoking, for example. I mean, if they're struggling to quit smoking, is it a discipline issue or is it just a question of other things that are not necessarily linked to discipline? Because the discipline you need to, 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 to finish your PhD, for example, is it the same discipline you need to quit smoking? Yeah, talk about PhD. <laughs> <laughs> personal now. Uh, hey. It's too personal. Eh? <laughs> it's been on and off, on and off. And it, it, makes, make people, it makes it worse when they, they remind you, Dr. Siswan, and they say, hey, can you please reserve it for now? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose with, mm. you know, if you talk of discipline, it comes into a habitual thing mm. or something like an addictive uh, nature like smoking. It's a very difficult thing because involved in their, their impulses, their self-control, mm. and many other things that are around that. But if you think of self-discipline outside that, like for instance, discipline of obtaining a doctorate, you, you need self-discipline is like a muscle. You need to constantly train it for it to get to a point where it's fit. Obviously, there'll be moments where you rupture your muscle. There'll be moments where you are outside of it. But what is often helpful is, is to develop basically choosing a goal. Mm. Once you know that this is my goal, it then becomes easy for you to be accountable to achieving that. Mm. And what's then going to be a sustained kind of a thing that's going to keep you... Um, accountable to this goal, it's the same discipline. Secondly, you would need to find your intrinsic motivation because a lot of goals like PhD or MBA, you you just have to find your motivation, which then mm. becomes like a fuel that's going to help you every time when you lose touch with that goal. Mm. It stays keep, um, keep motivated. And thirdly, identify obstacles to um, these obstacles that may hinder your ability to be um, self-disciplined. Sure. And once you are able to undo all of those obstacles, it then becomes a habitual thing to be consistent, to be disciplined, knowing that at 4 a.m. every day, mm. before I start everything else, I have to study. At least even if it takes me 
to write a paragraph, mm. yeah. at least it's it's contributing towards a bigger literature review. But if you're going to say, I'm going to write a literature review over a day, mm. then you are being un- um, unrealistic about it. Yeah. So, Anele, most people talk about self-discipline. I think maybe just identifying and writing down maybe clear goals to be able to stay in line. But also, many do suggest getting a mentor. Would you suggest that to be able to stay disciplined, uh, having an Anele, having a mode to be able to say that, Kutso, <laughs> you're going off track. You know, you need to be more dis- uh, self-disciplined. Do you suggest that? I think it it is an additional resource. Sure. The thing about self-discipline, it's a self-thing. Yeah. You become your own um, custodian to what you want to achieve. Mm. You can then have a psychologist or a life coach to keep you within the limits and boundaries of, of your self-discipline. Yeah. Even in moments where you can't be disciplined, this person pulls you together and shows you the factors that have contributed to your inability mm. um, to remain self-disciplined. There could mm. be a life-changing moment. There could be illness. There could be other factors that at the end of the day, we also don't sit with guilt mm. because these ideas of self-control, ideas of self-discipline, at the end of the day, when we do not reach the ultimate of where we want to see ourselves at, there's a sense of guilt and it becomes a burden mm. then now, which also makes it harder to go back to that goal which you've set for it to be completed because you're sitting with this guilt. Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've got two minutes left, Anela, but I, I, I will say this as well, and also based on personal experience. There are, there are moments where one has found that discipline is fine in one area, let's say, you know, at a professional level, work, etc. But in other areas, there's no discipline. So how do we make sure that this <laughs> discipline spreads on every other aspect of your life? And is it okay if... Not every class is actually full in the yeah. different areas of your life as far as discipline is concerned. This is where we need then our life coaches, therapists to help us. How come uh, do I struggle with this one aspect yeah. of my life that mm. needs discipline? Mm. Um, and perhaps from there, uh, we are then able to experience this thing with so much empathy at the end of the day. Mm, mm, mm. We got a tweet coming through here from at underscore Godfrey saying, Mo Kutso, I agree with Anele to a certain degree. I believe in discipline. I don't rely or subscribe to the notion of motivation. Motivation comes and goes, and the latter is more prevalent, so therefore makes it unreliable. Your thoughts? Yeah, this is a very philosophical response to discipline. Yeah. Um, it's Again, it's a personal thing. It's a, we, we locate it as a matter of self-discipline. You need motivation. You need accountability. And placing from my argument earlier on the basis of it being an ethical way of doing life, yeah. being it a, a, an element of governance, mm. um, you, you can't be governed without motivation, right? So if you have a sense of governance within yourself, mm. then motivation and accountability then becomes easier for you to, to attain that. This is such a fascinating conversation, Anile, but we have mm. to uh, put a full stop for now. But if anybody would like to reach you, where do we find you? Interesting, this year I've got a thing that on Tuesdays I leave my diary flexible nice. uh, because I'm quite fully booked. So I allow people to have um, bookings um, so they can go for bookings at anelesola.org and anele underscore siswan on Instagram. Thank you.